At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The Minnesota Vikings lost 27-24 to the Cincinnati Bengals in an overtime thriller, and the Minnesota Vikings record is now 7-7, and and they have the Lions, the Packers, and the Lions down the stretch, final three games of the season. And I have my takeaways to share in this Vikings loss. I want to start with Nick Mullins, because he took over after Josh Dobbs' poor performance against the Las Vegas Raiders, And Nick Mullins did a sensational job moving the football down the field for the Minnesota Vikings. He was hitting Addison and Jefferson and Hawkinson in stride, marching the Vikings down the field. And when it came time to score, they scored sometimes. They kicked a few field goals but he didn't take care of the football when he needed to take care of the football. In the first half, he had two interceptions that could have been field goal opportunities, and you take those plays back, you kick field goals, that's six points, and the Minnesota Vikings win this game. You can say anything you want about KOC's play calling, but with Nick Mullins the fourth starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings this season. The Vikings moved the football. Addison caught two touchdowns. Jefferson was involved. Hawkinson was good. Ty Chandler was spectacular. The Minnesota Vikings lost this game because Nick Mullins did not take care of the football when the Minnesota Vikings were in scoring position. And the Vikings were extremely fortunate throughout this ballgame because the Cincinnati Bengals threw away 14 points in this ballgame. It was nothing the Minnesota Vikings did to prevent this 14 points, but the Cincinnati Bengals literally took these points and threw them in the garbage bin because in the first half they had a wide receiver wide open in a busted coverage and Jake Browning overthrew him and in the second half in a tied 17-17 ball game Nick Mullins attempted a screen pass it got picked off ran it back into the end zone for a touchdown and the Cincinnati Bengals player jumped off sides by maybe a half a second. And the official threw the flag 
Because sometimes they don't throw the flag in that situation. Sometimes officials think that the defensive end timed it perfectly. We used to see that all the time with Jared Allen, the Hall of Famer, soon to be. He's in the Purple Hall of Fame, the the Ring of Honor. But Jared Allen would time those plays all the time. And sometimes they got flagged, and sometimes they didn't. And the official just happened to throw the flag that time. And the Minnesota Vikings in turn turned that into seven points and a seven-point lead to go up 24-17. There is no doubt that even though the Vikings lost this game, they received several calls that benefited them from the officials or no calls because there's this play. I already mentioned the offsides. There is this play in the second half. Jake Browning threw a deep pass to Higgins and Higgins was being held and grabbed by Evans. Would have been a first down. They didn't blow the whistle. They didn't throw the flag. And the Minnesota Vikings benefited from that no call. And it was an obvious one to call. His hands were all over that wide receiver. So the Minnesota Vikings lost this game when the officials were on their side, when the Bengals threw 14 points away, And despite that, they had a 17-3 lead and blew it. It's so interesting because the Minnesota Vikings defense has been the reason why the Vikings, well, they're the reason why the Vikings beat the Raiders. They're the reason why the Broncos game was as close as it was. And they're the reason why the Chicago Bears game was as close as it was. Because the Minnesota Vikings offense hadn't been delivering in those ball games. And again, the Vikings defense was special against Jake Browning and the Cincinnati Bengals. But come fourth quarter, three touchdowns for the Cincinnati Bengals offense. The Minnesota Vikings defense hadn't given up a touchdown in 11 quarters. No touchdown against the Raiders. No touchdown against the Chicago Bears. The last touchdown that they gave up was against Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. And it was a touchdown pass that he threw in the final moments of that ballgame to Cortland Sutton. That was the last touchdown the Vikings game gave up before the Cincinnati Bengals erupted all over them in the fourth quarter. Jake Browning was special in that final frame. And I love how he always gives his wide receivers an opportunity, even when it doesn't appear like there's an opportunity. But it all comes down to Nick Mullins surrendering at least six points to the Cincinnati Bengals in the first half. Because maybe it was 10 points. 
You know, the second one when he was getting sacked and he threw it and it got intercepted, a little fluky, but he should have held on to it and took the sack because it would have probably been an intentional grounding anyways. But the first one, the one he attempted to Justin Jefferson in the end zone, that was a first and 10. Not to mention, and I was impressed with Nick Mullins, by the way, because he made some beautiful throws that we hadn't seen Josh Dobbs make. But even the two touchdown passes that Nick Mullins threw, the second one especially to Jordan Addison near the goal line on first down, coaches beg quarterbacks to throw the football away in that situation. One, because it's first and ten. You have two more downs to get your ass in the end zone. And two, you'd rather have a field goal in that situation than throw in an interception. And somehow, someway, Nick Mullins, the interceptions that he threw in the first half, the touchdown passes that he threw were very similar attempts as his interceptions. He made some throws that looked like a starting quarterback in the NFL. And then he made some wow plays like, oh my word, that's the reason why you're a backup. And the Minnesota Vikings lost this game because of that. Everyone wants to talk about the tush push at the end. The Minnesota Vikings on third and one did a tush push in the overtime. Fourth and one, they did a tush push in overtime and failed to gain less than half a yard. The quarterback sneak play is one of the most effective plays in the NFL. Somehow, someway, the Vikings didn't execute either one for a half a yard. The Cincinnati Bengals did the quarterback sneak play multiple times throughout that game, and they gained a yard, two yards sometimes, three yards sometimes after the lineman pushed Jake Browning. And the Vikings had two attempts at it and failed to get a half a yard. And everyone wants to point their finger towards KOC. Again, for the play calling. And to be fair, Ty Chandler was sensational in this football game. If the Minnesota Vikings do not continue to start Ty Chandler, even when Alexander Madison is back, that would be a mistake. Especially because Kirk Cousins is not on the football field. And what I mean by that is... When the Vikings have Kirk Cousins, they throw the football way more than they run. And Alexander Madison is a brilliant pass-blocking running back, and Ty Chandler isn't. So if Kirk Cousins is on the field, it makes sense to have Alexander Madison on the field more often than Ty Chandler. But when Kirk Cousins is out for the rest of the season and you're looking for any kind of explosiveness... Ty Chandler is your answer at running back. He rushed for 132 yards on 23 carries, 
5.7 yards per rush and a touchdown. And one of the scoring drives, I think it was to open the third quarter, Kenny Nwanju returned the kick return. And he didn't get very far. He got to like the 15-yard line. Maybe the 18-yard line. Because then there was a holding call. And that holding call brought the Minnesota Vikings back to the 8. And everyone's thinking the same thing. Oh, crap. You're going to have to punt. You're going to go 3 and out. And the Cincinnati Bengals are going to have amazing field position in this moment. Well, first play... Ty Chandler ripped off like a 20 to 30 yard run and got the Minnesota Vikings out of that situation. And that led to a touchdown for the Minnesota Vikings. So Ty Chandler has got to be the guy for the rest of the year, but back to KOCs and the tush pushes and overtime, the Vikings were on the 40 about to score a field goal. Cause that's all they needed. In fact, I thought it was great that the Minnesota Vikings didn't get the ball first in overtime. And the reason why is this. The Bengals scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and the odds would tell you that they're not going to get another touchdown to open up overtime. The chances are extremely slim that they're going to have four straight touchdown drives, and that game is going to end on a Cincinnati Bengals touchdown. So I thought it would be a benefit to the Vikings to play defense first, get a stop, kick a field goal, end the game. And everything was looking spectacular, exactly as I drew it up. Vikings got a stop. They're driving down the field. Hawkinson got to the Vikings, got the Vikings in a situation where they had a third and one. You know, you pick up a yard, you're like 10 yards from field goal position. And the game's over. And the Vikings could not complete a play, two plays, for a half a yard. And this is why I am so big on execution. Of course, there comes a time and a place when you got to blame the coach. And you know if he's making the same mistake over and over and over and over and over again throughout the same game, okay, coaching has something to do with that. But so much of it, boils down to execution. If the Minnesota Vikings block and allow Mullins to pick up a half a yard, the Minnesota Vikings fan base is saying, what a great play call by KOC. But because the Vikings offensive line got pushed back and Mullins failed to pick up a half a yard twice, everyone's pointing the finger. Execution, execution, execution. The Cincinnati Bengals would have had a pick six, but they failed to execute and were offsides. The Cincinnati Bengals had a long touchdown pass that they failed to complete. A 56-yard touchdown it would have been, but Jake Browning missed a wide receiver that was open by 20 yards. It always boils down to the players executing when it matters. People point the finger at the head coach that's dealt with four different 
starting quarterbacks in a single season when every single head coach in the NFL has bad play calls. And I'm not even saying that's one of them. The Bengals in the first half had a third and one. And what do they pull out? What does Zach Taylor do in that situation? He hands the ball off to their tight end. And then the tight end looks downfield to try to find a wide receiver. Nobody's open. And they lost three or four yards. Every coach is going to have bad play calls. That was not a bad play call by Kevin O'Connell. The quarterback sneak is the most effective half-yard, one-yard play in the NFL. Tom Brady almost made a career out of quarterback sneaking, you know, besides like, the six Super Bowls. I'm not blaming the Vikings' loss on that play call. You know, the one criticism that maybe is deserved in that situation is Brandon Powell pushing Nick Mullins. If you're going to do that play, maybe use C.J. Ham, Bring in Daniil Hunter for a play. Who cares? Maybe you bring in a fullback or a bigger player to push the quarterback. But regardless, regardless, Nick Bowen's got pushed back immediately because the defensive line blew up the offensive line. And the Vikings didn't convert. And Jake Browning made special plays. 50-50 Hail Marys to the wide receivers. Can I just have a little rant for a moment here? This has nothing to really do with the game at all. But it has to do with the NFL in general. So on instant replays, they always show the quarterback when he can't make a pass to wide receiver if he gets sacked or has to throw it away or he scrambles for a yard or two. They always say, oh, look at this linebacker. Look at this corner or safety. There's, there's nowhere to throw the football. Just, just nowhere to throw the football. But then you look at some of the catches wide receivers make in the NFL. And most of the time, there are safeties and corners and linebackers right in the face of the wide receiver, especially for the Bengals today. I mean, how many jump balls did they catch? So when the announcers and the analyst brings up the replay, brings out his yellow marker and says, you know, this receiver's covered, this receiver's covered, nowhere to throw the football. But then the next play, they'll show a highlight of a receiver catching the ball with Two defenders draped all over him. Where was there a place to throw the football on that situation? There wasn't. But he threw it. He gave his wide receiver a chance. So we say they're 50-50 balls. But if you're Justin Jefferson and you're going up for a ball with a cornerback on you, single coverage, that ain't a 50-50 ball. That's probably a 75-25 ball, maybe an 80-20 ball. In double coverage, it's probably like a 25-75 ball, but there's still a chance. So uh, just a random rant.
But the Vikings lose. They're 7-7. Seven and seven. Must win game next week against the Detroit Lions to move to 8-7. and seven. Huge stretch for the Minnesota Vikings. And we'll be discussing it all week on the Minnesota Tim Podcast. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Hit the follow button if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for doing that. And hit that little subscribe button in the bottom right corner of your screen. Thank you for making this episode a part of your day. Everyone, take care and Merry Christmas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.